Everybody knows the saying, right? Say it with me. Comparison is the thief of joy. Boo! We know. Welcome back to the Hard Feelings Podcast. This is, of course, my mental health podcast where we talk about things like anxiety and depression, aka hard feelings. We've got a good one for you today. The feeling that we are exploring this week. Can you believe it? I feel like I finally figured out a format for this mental health podcast. Each week, I'm picking a feeling or two, whichever ones, whichever hard ones I'm struggling with. And this week, it's jealousy. Ugh, it's jealousy hard, dude. I am struggling with feelings of jealousy today, which are leading me to feelings of frustration, which are leading me to feelings of despair. So I want to talk it through with you guys. Normally, what I would do when a hard feeling like this comes up. I would really try to ignore it. Oh, I would try to distract myself so hard. I would say, ooh, feeling jealous. Let's just not look at anything that could possibly make me jealous and just zoom into Gilmore Girls and only watch that and don't think about this anymore. But I'm trying not to do that as much. I'm trying not to suppress my feelings and just allow those feelings to exist. If you've been following along with my podcast for a while, oh my gosh, thank you so much for returning. I'm so grateful. I I don't know why I'm using this breathy voice. If you've been following along with this podcast for a while, then you know that I believe that every emotion has its gifts as well as its inconveniences. I believe, saying it like I invented that. I read a book called Dark Side of the Light Chasers. I still haven't finished it, but it's a very good book. And the author of that book, Debbie Ford, talks a lot about how each emotion has its gifts as well as its inconveniences. So like something like jealousy should in theory have a gift and I'm looking for it. I'm searching for it. I'm, I'm digging through the weeds down here, man, and I'm not sure I found it yet, but I can tell you a lot about the inconveniences. The inconveniences of jealousy, everybody knows the saying, right? Say it with me. Comparison is the thief of joy. Boo! We know. I'm sorry, I'm not booing that phrase, but like, it just feels overused at this point. At least for me. I feel like I know that comparing yourself to others does nothing but make you sad and make you feel worse about yourself. Like, I'm aware, but there's gotta be a gift in there, right? There's gotta be. We found the gifts in anger. We found the gifts in guilt. We found the gifts in rudeness. So what is the gift of jealousy? You know what? I think it'll come to me as we're doing the episode. So I'm just gonna start by telling you all of the things that were making me feel jealous this morning because I got a whole page and a half's worth of them in my journal here. Today, I am feeling jealous of people who have a routine that works for them and allows them to be successful. I'm jealous of people who get up early and hustle and grind to reach their goals. I'm jealous of people who don't struggle to focus and who don't worry about the future every second of every day. I'm jealous of people who find motivation easily and who can work really hard every day without hitting a point of burnout. People who can commit to a schedule. People who feel excited to get out of bed in the morning. Adults who actually feel like adults. Do they exist? I don't know. But if they do, I'm jealous of them because I don't even feel close to an adult. I was telling my boyfriend the other day, I kind of feel like I hit like 17 and just never got any older. Like obviously I can look at myself now and look at myself when, in pictures when I was 17 and I clearly see those are two different people and I'm aware of all the circumstances that have happened between them, you know, gone to multiple schools and just like all, so many things have happened. I'm aware that I've grown and changed as a person and yet I still 
feel like I'm 17, when I get overwhelmed, when the adult things that I have to do, like pay bills and make enough money to pay rent, it's, I, I suddenly feel like a teenager again, you know? I feel so helpless and a lot of times I do just call my mom and I say, what am I supposed to do with this? Because nobody ever teaches you how to do things like taxes and whatnot, unless you went to school to be an accountant, which great for you. I'm jealous of you too, adding it to the list, people who are accountants. So yeah, those are all of the things I'm currently struggling with being jealous of, and I feel like those things, ooh, wait, I think the gift of jealousy is coming to me, you guys. Could the gift of jealousy be figuring out what your limitless potential is? Could the gift of jealousy be that I cannot perceive these things in others if I am not capable of them myself? Maybe. Hmm, now I'm saying it and that doesn't feel totally great because some of the things I was jealous of on here, hustling and grinding, and I have no interest in hustling and grinding. Hmm, okay, here's, here's the rub now. Okay, so I think what you have to do is sit down, write down all the things you're jealous of, because I gotta say, this helped me feel a heck of a lot better to at least write it down. But look at them on paper and see the things that are you projecting your own insecurity. So like for me, one of them would be, I feel jealous of people who have a routine that works for them and allows them to be successful. I can have that. I can absolutely have that. And just because my routine doesn't look like their routine doesn't mean I can't also find success. So that is like a clear cut example to me now after having written this down hours ago and marinated on it, like now I can clearly see, okay, I was feeling insecure about the fact that my daily routine does not look the same as a lot of other people's daily routines who are successful, but who's to say that I'm not successful and how do I even define success? You know, that leads us into a whole nother category. But then there's some other ones on here of me being jealous of people who get up early and hustle and grind to meet their goals. I do not want to hustle and grind. If not wanting to hustle and grind is illegal, then put me in jail because I don't want to do it. Hustle culture exhausts me to even think about. I used to have, I used to work at a place that had a neon sign that said, flex that hustle muscle. And it would make me, it would make me want to just pass out every time. I just, the hustle culture, I hate it. I don't want to be a part of it. I have no issue with, and I think it is wonderful when people work hard to achieve their goals, but just the nature of the words hustle and grind implies working yourself to the bone and making yourself miserable in order to achieve those goals. And I'm not willing to be miserable, frankly. I have no desire to be miserable. What's my dream job? I do not dream of labor. I do not want a job to feel like work, but you know, I also understand that it's not attainable for everyone right now. Like I've said a million times in this podcast, I'm very lucky that I work for myself and get to make my own schedule, which makes me feel incredibly guilty because I used to not do that. Like I said, worked at a job that was all about flexing your hustle muscle. But hey, I still wrote it down on my list of jealousy. So clearly hustling and grinding is still something I'm thinking about. But like I said, I think that's the other example of things you're jealous of, being an indicator of things that you need to let go of. Some of the things I wrote down that I'm jealous of are things that I can attain for myself and I'm just being self-critical and doubting myself, when other things I've written on that list are things that I think I should want to do and because I don't do them, I feel bad. But like I said, who says you need to hustle and grind to be successful? I know plenty of people who have worked really hard 
to get where they're at, but are also not miserable while they're doing that hard work because they're not forcing themselves to do it the same way it's always been done. You know, a big thing I've been talking about with friends recently is like tapping into your feminine energy versus masculine energy. And this doesn't refer to gender at all. It's literally just like the, the feeling of the energy. Feminine energy tends to be more community-based, more personal, more intimate, whereas masculine energy tends to be a little more aggressive. You know, you can think like you're a salesman working at the car place who's upselling you and, you know, getting you selling as much as possible, hustling and grinding and just like, yeah, I, I can't put any more effort into this example versus like the feminine energy would be more someone who like sells you by telling you a story about the, a personal story or something, a reason why they love the car or something. I don't know. I should stop using a car example. I put a good Venn diagram on the screen the last time I was talking about masculine and feminine energy. I'm gonna put it back up there again. Come check us out on YouTube if you wanna see it. But yeah, I think the hustle and grind mentality is a big masculine energy type of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that because you need the combination of both. You need the combination of masculine and feminine energies in order to thrive. Whereas historically, masculine energy tends to be what is put in the spotlight, what is expected, what is the norm. It's, it's called patriarchy, babe, look it up. <laughs> but yeah, to rein this tangent back in here, I don't need to feel jealous of something that I don't want. It seems really obvious when I say it out loud, but clearly, I wrote, like I said, I wrote it down on my list of jealousies here. So clearly it's something I'm feeling jealous of. I think I'm feeling jealous of my lifestyle, my way of doing things not being perceived as normal. Having to take breaks, having to give myself little treats along the way, watching Gilmore Girls while I work because it helps me focus. Like, because my way of focusing, my way of getting things done is not the normal way of getting things done. I'm feeling jealous of people who get things done in the in the perceived normal way. Yeah. Oh, dude, I gotta tell you, this is gonna be my mental health hack of the week, is writing down your list of jealousies, because I went, normally when I go to journal, I journal, like, after I've worked through the emotion in my head, and I journal to, like, help get the information all down, but today I didn't even wait. I didn't even wait to marinate on it. I was just like, you know what? I'm feeling really charged up right now. Um, the jealousy is there, and it's leading me to frustration, which is just not a place that I can get things done in and I had things I needed to get done today. So I just wrote down the list of all my jealousies and I felt a lot better afterwards. And like I said, now that I've had some time to marinate on them, I'm reading through all of them and I'm like, girl, relax. I'm jealous of people who are excited to get out of bed and start each day. I don't think I know anyone who is excited to get out of bed every single day, I need to remind myself that social media is not real. I'm reminding you too, social media is not real. Media in general is, is a highlight reel. We need to remind ourselves that we see such a small sliver of other people's lives, whether it's through social media, whether it's through celebrities keeping up in the news, whether it's people you know in real life and who you only catch up with every once in a while. We see such a small sliver of their lives, even people who you see every day. That's the thing, right? Because we don't see them 24 seven and you don't live in their brains. So we're just, we're seeing such a small portion of these people's lives that we can't just just assume that they are behaving a certain way. Like, I can't just assume that there's people out there who get up and are excited to start the day every single day. I've had days where I was really excited to get up and start the day. Ugh, the night before a vacation, the morning you wake up when you're going on a vacation or going on a fun trip, you like 
spring out of bed. Oh my gosh, I remember being in high school and getting ready to go to Disney World and like being up at two in the morning the night before we left and like Googling how to make yourself fall asleep when you're really excited because I was so excited. And then I like barely slept, but still when my alarm went off, I like sprung out of bed because we all have days where we're excited to get up. But I think more often than not, most people probably feel pretty neutral about it or struggle like I do. You know, I really struggle to get up in the morning no matter how early I go to bed the night before. I take all of these precautions. I set many, many alarm clocks and I just, I struggle. I really struggle to get out of bed in the morning. And usually once I'm up, I'm fine, but I just, I, I struggle to take that first step out of bed. I always like joke with myself that if I can get one foot on the floor, I am good, baby. Once I'm grounded, I'm up, I'm going, I'm raring to go. But if my feet are still in the bed, it's like I'm suspended in outer space and I just, I can't break through that atmosphere. It's something I'm working on. I, for a long time, I used to write down my goals. I like to write down my intentions for the month at the beginning of every month. And I did that for, I did it on Halloween, October 31st, going into November. And this was the first month that I have not written down, get up earlier. Every single month this year, I've written down, get up earlier. And I've even tried to give myself a specific time and it just hasn't worked. And you know what? I get up a lot earlier, like more consistently earlier now than I did in January. So I'm still really proud of how far I've come, but I'm done writing down a time saying, you need to be up by 6 a.m. every day. I never said 6 a.m. I just don't want you to judge me by the time I wrote down, which was 8.30 a.m. Okay, I work for a long time. What I'm, I'm not gonna explain myself, <laughs> but I used to write down a specific time that I wanted to work towards getting up every day. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, why did I make that a rule for myself? Is it because I'm judging myself for not getting up at a time that most people get up when working like a classic nine to five. I don't work a classic nine to five. I have a different schedule. So why should I force myself to get up to fit a schedule that's not mine, you know? But anyway, that was a little side tangent there. Side note, if you do have any tips, on how to get up a little earlier, I don't want them. I don't want them. The moral of this story was that I do not need to feel jealous of people who get up at 6 a.m. every day because I am not them, they are not me. We have different lifestyles, we have different schedules, so why should I try to be like them? And you know, I just, the thing is when I do get up early, I feel good and I try to remind myself of that. But why do I feel good? Because I feel more productive. Ugh. Gross, I wanna throw up. I hate how much value I put in productivity. And that's why I feel good when I get up earlier and I feel bad when I get up later because oh, how am I gonna catch up on all this productivity? As if I don't still have plenty of time to do it. You know, that's the thing with not having a nine to five is that you don't need to work the regular nine to five hours. I don't really take a lunch during the day. Like a classic nine to five will give you like an hour lunch break. I tend to work while I'm eating lunch and I often work past past five. I sometimes work on weekends if my boyfriend is working. Like, you know, my schedule is not the same as theirs. So why feel jealous of someone who has a different schedule and lifestyle of me? Like, it feels so silly now. But when I was writing it down this morning, I felt so serious about it. I felt so serious about this jealousy. So maybe that's the gift of jealousy, is jealousy can help you realize what you need to let go of. That was 
me dropping a tiny microphone. I think that's it. I think together we have come to the moral of accepting your jealousy is that it can help you figure out what you need to let go of. And sometimes it can be really hard to figure out the things to let go of. I'm really into astrology. I'm really into following the moon phases. And a lot of times I'll see like astrologers or people who are also into spirituality saying like this new eclipse is symbolizing like it's a good time to let go of things that aren't serving you anymore. You hear that a lot in the spirituality world is people saying, let go of the things you don't need. Write down the things you need to let go of. And I sometimes struggle to think of those things. I can recognize that it's good advice and I can recognize that I definitely have things to let go of, but I can sometimes struggle to think of what those things are. And now I feel like jealousy is kind of my superpower because I wrote all these things down earlier and now I'm seeing all of these things I need to let go of on the page. So cool. Like I said, there's still some in here where like, girlfriend was projecting when she said I feel jealous of people who have a routine that works for them and allows them to be successful because like I can have that too. But a lot of the things on here are just things that I need to let go of and accept that I'm different, baby. And that's cool. Why blend in when you are born to stand out? So yeah, that's a nice little wrap up for us here. Let's move on to the mental health song of the week, which can you guess what it is? It's, it's got jealous in the title. It's Jealousy by Olivia Rodrigo. I just decided that in the moment because it's such a good song to just get that angsty feeling that can come along with jealousy out. Like I was saying earlier, I was feeling all this jealousy this morning and it was leading me to frustration. It was leading me to feeling kind of angry and I was like, oh, what the heck is this? But if you listen to a song like Jealousy, Jealousy, or honestly, any song that's just a little angsty is good for you, but this is my mental health song of the week, so I'm choosing Jealousy because when you sing along to it, it just helps you feel like you get that frustration out. I've said before that like, so I think it's called somatic movement or somatic therapy. I don't know. I'll look it up and put it on the screen. But there's proven science that moving your body is therapeutic. And I feel like a song like Jealousy, Jealousy, you can really like thrash too. At least like do a little head banging, you know, let me do some air punches or something and you can get that frustration, get that angry feeling out of your body. And it is helpful, I gotta say. So definitely listen to Jealousy. I'm not even gonna single out lines because the whole thing is just her saying, she actually does say comparison is killing me. She doesn't say that comparison is a thief of joy. She says comparison is killing me slowly. Comparison is killing me slowly. I think I care too much about kids who don't know me. I'm so sick of myself. Rather be anyone else. Those are the lines and they're wonderful. And they're even more fun when you sing them well, you're thrashing a little bit, so that's the mental health song of the week. All right, everybody, and with that, we have reached the end of the episode. I'm wearing really cute cow slippers today. Check it out, a little cameo, a little cameo at the end here for those of you watching, very cute. But I hope you enjoyed this journey we took together talking about a very hard feeling, which is jealousy. And I just hope this made you wanna journal about your own jealousies again. I don't know, if you're feeling jealous right now too, I've been told it has something to do with eclipse season that we're all feeling a little off right now. So I just wanna say that. A friend said that to me earlier and it made me feel a lot better that she said a lot of people were feeling off lately. So sorry for all of us, but hopefully that means the moon is gonna keep moving around and we're, we're gonna feel better soon, right? Huh? I already feel better talking it through with you guys. This podcast is my therapy after therapy. I have therapy on Wednesdays. I record the podcast on Thursdays and it's just like a 
double whammy day of talking about my feelings. And then the rest of the week, I journal about them. I try to talk about my feelings as much as possible because dang, it just helps you feel better. I tell you what, the thing I know I'm like such a, a, a schlep for journaling, is that the right word? I'm such a lobbyist for journaling because it really does help. It really helps me feel so much freaking better. I love to journal. But anyway, enough about that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. Be sure to follow, rate, review, subscribe if you're on YouTube. If you're not watching on YouTube, come over and subscribe to YouTube. I put visuals on the screen sometimes. I make funny facial expressions. Sometimes my cat joins us. Right now he's asleep under the covers in my bed, so that's why he didn't join us. I can show you random props I have around me. Here's a vintage Halloween decoration I have for my childhood. It's from the Christmas tree shop. It was $1.99. The Christmas tree shop has since gone out of business, so this is a historical artifact now. Anyways, hopefully that was enough to tempt you to come over to YouTube. Check in the description box for links to the song of the day, links to more episodes, all that good stuff. And thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next Friday with a new episode. Bye, take care of yourself.